0: Into jail and it was there that I came to the Lord. History Makers with Matt Prater. Hi, welcome to History Makers. I'm Matt Prater. Today we're chatting with Andy Goulet, who is the boss frog at Red Frogs, a great organisation reaching out to people all around the world, particularly at schoolies and universities and uh, parties all over the world. He's a great guy. Uh, We're going to find out a bit of his story today. Uh, Welcome along, Andy. Tell us, where were you born and raised?
1: Brisbane, Vegas, up in Queensland, mate. And uh, Dad's from Cairns, Mum's from Townsville, but uh, mate, I'm a Brisbane boy, uh, through and through.
0: And what was your upbringing like? Did you have like a religious upbringing at all?
1: Uh, Mate, look, our our cousins were in the Uniting Church and Mm -hmm. and, um, and, uh, raised from a really good family, mate. Like a great sort of, you know, um, yeah, really, really blessed upbringing, mate, and very sort of, you know, privileged with, you know, Mum and Dad and, And um, yeah, we weren't sort of church goers per se, but um, no, uh, but really, really good, very blessed upbringing. And when you look around the world and, you know, look, look around uh, to other families, you know, gee, you just got to, you know, thank God for, you know, your blessings, don't you?
0: Yeah. And tell us about your faith journey then. How did you come to Christ?
1: Yeah, mate, yeah, just so, like, I'm a pastor now to church out at City Point uh, Church in Brisbane and, um, mate, started going along when I was uh, going to uni and mate invited me along and, uh, mate, it's just a, I call it like a spiritual wedgie experience, mate, where I got reefed and uh, it was just, wow, you know, this whole started reading the Bible for the first time and, yeah, radically changed my life, mate, where I thought life is about... You know, my accounting degree and my friends and my snowboard trips, but it was quickly, you know, a total uh, 180 where it was like, hey, life's not about you, Bullfitt. You know, it's about the big fella and others. And so, yeah, that was a really positive shift for me to stop being so selfish in life
0: and start looking outwards. And did everyone notice the change in your life after you came to Christ?
1: Mate, I think it's all slowly, slowly, mate. Everyone's journey is very different. And for me, I didn't want to get sucked into anything or, you know, join some cult or, you know, you know, I needed to find stuff for myself. So for me, it was a, pro- a long process, actually. I was just sort of reading the Bible, getting around people and, you know, learning around, you know, people that you respect and admire. And you just look at their relationships and families and go, yeah, I'd love to... Have that one day, and, and I think that you know, getting around the right people and the right influences really helps you with your journey to develop.
0: So, back then, uh, you're at university, and you know, you're pretty old now, so it was a while back. So, <laughs> so, Absolutely. so, what was it, Christian Outreach Center back then? Was that what it was called back in that day?
1: Yeah, mate, yeah. yeah, COC back in the day, yeah, amazing. It's got a, a university there now, Christian yep. Heritage College of um, over 1,000 students and a great school, City Point Christian College where all my three kids have gone through and yep. uh, 1,700 students. And, uh, yeah, we, we've got a skate park out there called the God Bowl, which we run, and uh, we skaters from all around Queensland coming in to skate that. And, um, yeah, it's an amazing property there, so that's, uh, that's home of the Red Frog. And, and so thankful, too, so when I was starting out doing uni and starting youth work and the Red Frog thing started evolving. Uh, It was so good to have a local church that supported me, gave me a go and really gave me a crack and launched me into this amazing thing called the Red Frogs.
0: Yeah, well, it is an incredible story. I've, I've heard you share a few times a bit of uh, how it all began, but I, I love hearing it every time. Tell us, h- how did Red Frogs all begin?
1: Mate, So, uh, well, yeah, during uni of all 12 top contact hours a week, you got a bit of time up your sleeve, and, and, and like I said, I was really challenged to do something. You know, I don't think... You no, know, true Christianity is a spectator sport. Just to rock up every week and have people perform for you on a stage, but it's about how we treat people, how we love people, and what we do as individuals. You know, and for me, being a skater, I started a local skateboard and club in my local area. Did that for five years. It grew to about five clubs uh, around Brisbane, and then. Uh, When my skaters got to year 12, they went down to Schoolies Week, and because I'd spent five years seeing them come out of drugs and alcohol and out of sketchy scenes, I was really worried about them, because Schoolies was pretty rough back in the day, and uh, I just went down as a as a youth worker to help them out, and I just saw hotel managers struggling down there, you know, with hundreds of schoolies in their buildings and, you know, not having any idea on youth culture. And I just feel to a hotel manager, would you like a hand during schoolies week? And they were my famous last words as they <laughs> dragged me into the building and said, yes, please, can you bring your friends down to help? And so we just started crashing party, floor to floor going into rooms and make sure kids weren't hanging off those verandas and we'd find them passed down stairwells and drag them back to the units and and we'd find them down the beaches passed out down there and we'd take them off the beaches so they wouldn't get assaulted or taken advantage of by predators and we just started doing that with 17 crew from our church at, at coc back in the day and also chc the university had about nine workers from there and um and that was the first crew, and then next year, Gold Coast City Council said, "Andy, can you bring your teams back again?" And then the following years, more cities approached us, and it just snowballed. Now to seventy thousand schoolies and seventeen locations with one hundred and twenty volunteers, and um, sorry, yeah, one thousand two hundred volunteers, and uh, you know, it's also gone into nine countries through our uni programme. So it's just been an amazing accidental adventure, you could say.
0: Well, it's a great organisation and, you know, it's got a catchy name as well. Tell us about the, the, the famous bag of red frogs.
1: Yeah, well, the, made the, the frogs, we were having trouble getting into parties back in the day. We'd uh, uh, we'd be, uh, you know, uh, knocking on rooms and they'd be uh, looking at us, thing and it's been about 10 minutes before we could uh, get into those parties and rooms. So we just ran went down to a corner store and we, there's a big box of Alan's Red frogs sitting on this counter and we went uh, back up to this room and knocked on the door and as soon as the schoolies saw the Red Frogs they literally went Red Frogs and dragged us <laughs> into the units and they invited their mates up from downstairs and uh, yeah, it's just amazing and they just we went to the next room the same thing happened so we got on the phone to all our workers and said buy the Gold Coast out of Red Frogs and went through 80 kilos of Red Frogs in our first year and then the second Second year, it was 220 kilos and then 440, 880, 1.2 tonne, now 7.1 tons during schoolies and another 24 tonne nationally through all the program programs. So it's very much an accidental branding. We could have been like the Chico Baby crew or Milk Bottle crew or, uh, you know, all the strawberries and creams or the snake crew, mate. It's, uh, you know, it's, 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 it could have been anything, but Red Frogs dominated.
0: It's a great opportunity you have to not only give out some lollies, but you also do pancakes. That's a big part of the ministry, isn't
1: it? It is. And Random Acts of Pancakes have been amazing. We do about 100,000 pancakes over schoolies and through uni programs. And what that does, it attacks the preloading sessions where they're putting food in them uh, y- y- while they're drinking. And the prees is where a lot of the damage is done, where they pre-drink too much before they go out to parties and events. We get in there putting food in them, but it gets us in the room to see who's in tr- struggling, who's in a bit of trouble, so we can get paramedics to them early. And, and I often describe frogs as the fence at the top of the cliff, not the ambos down the bottom, to get there just in time. And the random acts of pancakes and the red frogs help us do that.
0: Well, it's been incredible to see the growth over the years, And I also know that you do uh, lots of work in schools, uh, talking to kids before they go to schoolies. What's that look like?
1: Yeah, look, the education piece has been amazing and that's been a big factor in the culture shift at schoolies week. We now talk to 68,000 year 12s leading up to schoolies and we go in and teach them, you know, how not to get evicted from your hotel room, you know, never leave a mate behind, you know, how not to turn your parents into grandparents over schoolies. So we do a lot of that education and and it really sticks. Like uh, young people listen these days and, and they retain things. We go down to rooms at schoolies and they've bought food where they never used to do that. They're drinking water where they never used to do that. They're looking after their mates so much better so it's just amazing to see uh you know the the education really is a key strategy uh for red frogs and uh that was uh pioneered by uh, uh pastor sarah coleman uh who's running a church down in the redlands now and she uh, pioneered the first ever um high school education program and since that time it's been an absolute game changer for us
0: well, i just got to declare an interest here as well. You know, my daughter has been working with red frogs for a number of years and she's just loves the work that you guys do. And she's told me a lot of stories of where, you know, there's been kids in absolute crisis. And if it weren't for red frogs, it would have turned out a lot worse. Have you got any stories you can share of how kids have literally had their lives saved through the work of frogs?
1: Oh, absolutely, and uh, Lydia is a legend frogger, by the way. She's been voted Frogger of the Year by many, uh, <laughs> uni student, many, many years in a row, so an uh, absolute <laughs> champion in the life of frogs. But one that sticks out to me is actually a legend team that do barley red frogs, and there's a uh, 34 of them that head over there in normal years, uh, 5,000 schoolies, and over there you get a lot of methanol poisoning where they don't distill the alcohol prop- properly and um, uh, through that, uh, it, it it poisons the system and their tongue goes wide, eyes start to burn and if they don't get out of the system, it kills them. And we had this young girl, Jasmine Baker, on her schoolie, She just walked out of a club at Cooter feeling very strange and her mates were just going to walk her home to sleep it off, but across the road was the Red Frog Hydration Station in cooter, the main strip. She goes, let's go see the froggies. And they went over there and just so happened one of our froggers was a nurse and said, no, no, this is methanol poisoning. We got her on a medicab straight to the International Medical Centre and then airlifted to Darwin and literally saved her life. And just hearing Jasmine's story now and hearing her dad Earl's story on Uh, You know, if it wasn't for the frogs being at the right place at the right time at the right week at Bali, that would have ended very differently. And year after year, we hear countless stories about those sliding door moments. And, um, yeah, it's just amazing. And we really appreciate all those people that pray for the the teams out there and pray for schoolies that, that, you know, those prayers, you know, those divine appointments we call them where right place, right time moments where you literally go, thank God for someone being there at that time because that would have ended very badly. It's such an amazing thing.
0: So, Andy, I understand a lot of your red frogs uh, from churches. Tell us uh, how people can get involved.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we we love uh, the amount of church support we've got around Australia and even seeing, you know, churches like Salvos, Uniting, Anglican, Catholic of all different denominations jumping in and doing their part to make a difference in our nation. And just great to see all these young people come together and out there, not... Judging people, or you know, you know, trying to, you know, push a belief system down over there. Cleaning up vomit, walking him home, just loving on them in such an amazing way, which really does speak louder than a lot of words. You know, it's how we love people and treat people is the best way to display, you know, I guess what we believe and and, um, and to, to really, you know, not judge people because we're all there once, you know, we're all, we all make dumb decisions and, you know, having people at right place, right time is so critical. So, you know, I'm just so thankful for the, the amount of support from churches in Australia and, and there's so many legend young people out there and it's just an honour to work with all these volunteers, you know, over 4,500 of them around Australia to do such a good
0: job. Now, if people do want to get involved, like, uh, you know, I've always said to my daughter, you know, ever since you're a, a young tadpole, I knew you'd grow up to be a frog one day, you know, if people want to grow up and become a frog, how do they sign up? What do they do?
1: yeah, well, look, we recruit for schoolies you've got to go through a local church organization because we just don't take individuals it only take one random to get us on today tonight or current affairs. so churches will submit groups of individuals we'll do training with them, get it working with children cards, and then they can do our schoolies if they're at a university res college, we work directly with residential students on colleges but there are other general programs they can jump in on we do stuff at the cricket and rugby and sport uh, which people can volunteer there their co-partnerships but they can go to our website redfrogs.com and have a look at uh, how you register through that as well
0: and you've been pretty connected to the rugby over the years. Are you like a chaplain for them or something at the Reds? Yes, mate, chaplain for the Queensland Reds and uh,
1: chaplain for the Brisbane Bullets as well. So, uh, yeah, no, I've uh, been a real privilege working under Brad Thorne and seeing his leadership and also Andre Lamanis for the Bullets, two great uh, coaches that don't actually just care about talent, but they care about character and, and building uh, young men in, in those coach, coaching uh, sporting dynamics. And it's uh, yeah, a real privilege to be a part of that big time.
0: Well, you know, I, I run a soup kitchen at, at New Hope Church, and we had uh, Brad Thorne come and speak there, and he brought a bunch of the Reds with him. And they're all just young yeah. young fellas, you know, and they, at yeah. first they they said to me, "Do we go up and talk to them? What do we do?" I said, "Yeah, they won't bite, you know so these, you know because a lot of them are they're elite <laughs> athletes, you know, they're big shots, you know. And um, it was so good seeing these these big you know burly rugby players sitting down with the homeless guys, chatting with them, having a meal and uh, learning about, you know, what, what's been going on in their lives. And I can vouch for that. That's certainly something that Brad Thorne, uh, you know, as a good Christian bloke himself, he wants to make sure they're men of good character in his team, eh? Hey?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, character and culture first yep. and others first. And it's not about the individual but others. And, you know, great, great principles they, they coach through. And, yeah, it's awesome to be a part of that and also be a part of supporting those young players going through their journey as well.
0: Now, if people want to uh, support Red Frogs, obviously they can you know, contact their church to see if they can become a frog. They can pray. If people want to make a donation, you've got different programs where people can partner?
1: Absolutely. We've got a program at the moment called Friends of the Frog and where we realise that not everyone's cup of tea is out there filling up vomit bags and walking people <laughs> home at 2 in the morning and, you know, being in loud music festivals, but they love the work of Red Frog. So we have a, a partnership there called Friends of the Frog where $10 a month you can sign up and join the Red Frog Network and we'll send you out some e-newsletters and keep you in touch with what's happening in the life of Red Frogs, which you can literally sponsor froggers getting out there making a difference. And uh, we call it Netflix without the movies at $10 a month. And uh, to to be a part of that, we've had a massive sign-up of people jumping on, and they can just go to our website at redfrogs.com or Google Friends of the Frog Red Frogs, and they can uh, jump on and and sign up and become a monthly contributor to Red Frogs and become part of the Red Frog family, mate. I'm sure there'll be some Red Frogs there at some stage to jump on and be part of that network.
0: (laughs) Awesome, mate. Well, it's a great work you guys do. You do a lot of great stuff on social media as well. People can look up Red Frogs on uh, social media. They do a great job. Mate, it's so good to uh, hear your story today. I reckon you're a history maker. Thanks for joining us. Andy Goulet, you're a legend. Thanks, mate. Thanks, legend. If you'd like to hear this conversation again, listen online anytime at historymakersradio.com. There You'll also find links to all of our social media channels and you can subscribe to our iTunes podcast. Historymakers is a faith-based ministry and we want to thank everyone for their generous support. If you've got a suggestion of anyone we should interview, send us an email, info at historymakersradio.com. God bless. I'm Matt Prater, and my challenge to you now is to go and make history. This year is the 50th anniversary for the Bible League.